Hey everybody, this is Armando Torres, and you're listening to the show before the show. And I'm Paige Wesley. And with us we have... Todd Schlosser. Yay! Interesting choice to yay yourself. Uh, we have got a great episode for you today. Um, hey, hey, wait a sec. We fully support people yaying themselves. We're a yay positive podcast. Yeah. Yeah, unless the yay we're talking about is spelled Y-E, Kanye, you have some work to do on yourself, bud. Uh, yes. But we believe in you, you can do better. Um, today we are joined <laughs> by an amazing guest, Mr. Todd Schlosser. Yeah, that's me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, it's, it's a, this, is, this is very fun because normally Todd is the host of Horror Virgin and Romancing yeah. the Pod, which also has uh, Paige Wesley on it. Absolutely. I've never heard of either of these things. <laughs> these <laughs> no, sound terrible. Yeah, I'm on those. <laughs> uh, and so... So Todd is used to covering the horrifying and terrible things that happen in movies. And a horror podcast. Yeah, and a horror podcast. And now we get to show him the terrifying <laughs> things that happen in real fucking life. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're on that real life tip today. Yeah. Yeah, it is real fucked up. It's a, it's a, it's a, well, it's a doozy. But I, before we get into that, we have got some news and reviews. Okay, thanks, Todd. Thanks for playing along. Um, <laughs> oh, do I have something to say there? I, I, I'm sorry. I was no, trying to be respectful okay. of your process. It's funnier if you don't, honestly. It's funnier if you don't. What was I supposed to say? We make fake air horn, air horn noise. Oh, I honestly, the Zoom audio cut out. I could not hear you. I just saw you <laughs> lean back, Paige, and I was like, oh, maybe she's stretching her back or something. Uh, the first piece of news is that we are posting great new content on our Patreon page. Yeah. Uh, for just $5 a month, you can have access to all of our bonus content. It's there. It's like Paige Wesley's Maneater, a very erotic novel that she wrote at a very erotic time in her life. Um, <laughs> Not a very erotic time in my life. Just the novel was the only erotic part. I think it was the absence of erotic real life that made this a thing. <laughs> novel yeah. happened. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I need an, ac an outlet for all of my sexual tension yep, and vampires. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we've got... <laughs> We've got that. We've got other great content as well. You can check it all out by going to patreon.com slash cult podcast. Um, second piece of news. If you're looking for a new place to listen to the show, might we suggest Rooster Teeth? Ka-chow! Yeah, that's how a rooster sounds, right? I I didn't grow up on a farm. I'm not sure. That's fair. <laughs> a rooster sounds like this. Ka-cluck, ba-bluck, da-duck. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Dude, rooster there was a dance involved. You crushed It's that. like there was a rooster in the room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had yeah. to check my door. I was like, did a rooster walk in? <laughs> Look at this cock. Sorry. He's huge. <laughs> um, so, yeah, roosterteeth.com, or you can download the Rooster Teeth app, which comes on a huge list of devices from your Xboxes to your Amazon Fire Sticks, your Roku televisions, your fucking cell phone. Get us wherever you want us, and then you can listen to us and other great content anytime you want. Um, and before we start, we have a five-star review. Yeah. This one comes to us from Bowtie Enthusiast, and it says, 690th review, noise. <laughs> Is it actually the 690th review though? It, it, it appears was. to be. Yeah. Holy shit! I know that it is 
because I pulled up reviews the other night to show my dad how they worked and there were 691. So it's very, very likely that it was 690. Noise! I love it. All right, what do they say? They say, somehow the bugs in my brain got out and started a podcast. Thank Jesus for the dome. Our cover is blown. We got to get back in that We got to form Bug Voltron. <laughs> Oh my god. I think without any further ado, let's get into the wait, hold on. Hold up. Hold a second. Hold up. Wait a minute. (gasps) What? What? At the bottom of our uh iTunes page, it tells me other shows that we are like. Um, and apparently the number one show that we are just like is a show called OC Swingers. Um so apparently there's a show about swingers in Orange County, and this show is a lot like that one. Much like that show, this show fucks. <laughs> this show has sexual intercourse with other podcasts. Um, yeah, anyway, sorry, that was just fucking weird. Just wanted to let you guys know that, that this show thinks that we're like married people who fuck other married people in Orange County. So Watch, that, that show's reviews blow up over the next couple days. Yeah, Jesus. That'd be hilarious. Uh, good for them. Uh, and without any further ado, let's get into the show. Hello. 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 Oh, wait. Hello. Hello. There we go. <laughs> I didn't know who was going second, so I started singing and it was the wrong time. Oh, it's okay. We fixed it in post. It's fine. Nice. <laughs> We never fix it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't drink the Kool-Aid. For the purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm. Organizations that require physical or monetary sacrifice as a condition of membership. Organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are different than that of the followers. Organizations in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And organizations that actively recruit new members. All cults might have some or all of these traits. And as always, these these are are our opinions. opinions. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando Torres. And with us we have... Todd Schlosser! Yay! Yay! Todd is helping us out today yeah. on what is, I think, the earliest cult podcast has ever recorded. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm in, I'm in Central Time. I apologize. I don't know if you can tell from the way that my voice sounds, but I am thrilled to be here this early <laughs> Mondo, i can tell you because of the way your voice sounds i'm also thrilled you're here this early <laughs> i'll tell you that i had a contingency plan if armando did not make it where i was just going to lean into saying that he was dead and we were going to give you a small eulogy for dying from your dick being too big and then we were going to just proceed with the episode <laughs> Yeah, I do want to specify though for anyone listening, it's not that dick too big, it's that balls too huge, all right? Right, Let's lower expectations for everybody. Snapping (laughs) the vertebrae just from walking around. Mm -hmm. Oh man, thank you for helping us out today, Todd. Glad to be here, yeah. an interesting one. I'm glad to be back, I should say. That's yeah. true. Yeah. You've been on the show before, but I don't think you've ever been on a regular episode. You've only been on a bonus, and then the time we did the sacrament, right? That's true, I think. And I, the last time we recorded together, we were all in the same room, which was nice. That's true. Yeah. yeah. 
A true Man. thing of the past, huh? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It was good times. So you can vouch for how big those balls were. Oh yeah. man! And honestly, I think if he peed more, they'd they'd go down in size. At least the <laughs> pee ball. There was. Yeah. Uh, I know this is <laughs> this sounds made up, but it's it's. I need Todd to vouch for how true it is. After we recorded, we all went to a Mexican restaurant, which is what you do yes. when you come to California. And yes. we we were we ordered our food and then we went and sat down and I will never forget this because I went ah I sat down and I went ah and he went what happened and I went sat on my balls that is one hundred percent true yeah and that, I that I don't think true. it was a bit I think you actually sat on your balls yeah we yeah were just like what's that <laughs> wrinkly beanbag chair in the corner <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is I also sat on his balls which yeah. hurt him again yeah. I mean, that'll tell you how big they are and how much of a, a threat they are to Armando's, you know, livelihood. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty terrible. Uh, for anyone who <laughs> for anyone who's unfamiliar, Todd is uh, is a very good friend of the show and host yeah. of uh, our sister podcast, The Horror Virgin. Yeah. Yeah. With Paige Wesley. And we're also both on. Romancing, romancing the pod as the well pod. yeah yes i love that when we needed someone to fill in for us when we had someone leave the show Paige stepped up and then we recruited her for another podcast oh yeah <laughs> although now that i think back on it that other podcast started before then yeah it was it was in progress that we were yeah. going to launch and then jen left and yeah you guys were like so what else are you doing this week <laughs> <laughs> and then twice a week for the rest of your life <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 it was good times, though. I'm glad you were there. I'm glad we met at Panic Fest 2018 or whenever that was. I know. Lucky for all of us. Yeah, I was thinking about that this morning. Yeah. And you could have gone to Denny's with us and Mikey <laughs> instead. You could have been there for the first time I ever saw snow. And instead That's I had true. to do it with fucking Mikey in the parking lot, <laughs> which is the most like grody dude thing I've ever said. <laughs> That is not the first time Mikey has done it with someone in the Denny's parking lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ladies. Easy getaway. You just hop in the Uber and leave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to finish your Ubers here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Mikey. Mikey, your yeah. Uber is here. Oh, no. <laughs> Ubers is what I call my balls, by the way, but thank you. I'm ready to get yeah. into it. Let's do yeah. this. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> so today's cult is pretty interesting because... Um, it's linked to potential plans for acts of terrorism. And so, okay, because of that, the names have been changed and I'll mostly be referring to people by their first names or a pseudonym that's been applied to them, uh, in the coverage of this group. <laughs> I love how serious this is like out of the gate. It's so serious. This is a serious fucking podcast, Todd. Holy all right? shit, Todd. I know, no, 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 no. Don't you fucking talk. I know that you go on your little fucking cute little show and you watch a horror movie. None of that shit's fucking real, Todd. This shit. This is real. This is real fucking life. I mean, last week we were legit talking about how you could fuck a fish on Romancing the Pot. You can't fuck a fish. I've seen the video, Todd. Oh, God. He's, he's also seen Splash. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've also had dreams about shark tales. Todd. <laughs> Todd. Shark Boy and Lava Girl is a documentary. Shark Boy and Lava Girl is a documentary. Todd. <laughs> um, but also, this cult is extremely secretive. Um, something that I would probably compare it to would be the Brethren, um, where they're kind of transient 
They have outposts in multiple cities and they're extremely, extremely secretive. And membership could only be gained by knowing other members. And it was only men. Very, very specifically. Oh, my God. We're covering the Glendora Country Club, aren't we? <laughs> Damn it. You guessed it. They like, never let was, me I in. I was trying to bury the lead. <laughs> no. <laughs> in 1999, they would actually attempt to bomb a high rise housing stockbrokers, credit companies and financial planners and fiduciaries before being betrayed by one of their own members. So given that amount of secrecy, our sources are limited First and foremost, we have an article from The New Yorker by Peter C. Baker called An Exploration of Postmodern Masculinity, White Male Resentment, Consumerism, and Gender Relationships. This is before titles were shorter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, we have Masculinity in Modern Society by Lit Charts. Uh, we have Mythopoetics and the Crisis of Masculinity by Annette Lepique. And we have court documents from Delaware's Superior Court, case number 09 one zero one nine 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 let's get into it are we ready let's do this this is so serious i'm like on edge i know we had to pull court documents for this shit pardon the pun but you've annette la piqued my interest Uh, Now, unlike most cults, we don't have a definite birth date or place for our cult leader, a man that articles have referred to only as Brad Tyler, or at least that's kind of what most documents refer to him as. We do know that he began the initial formation of this group in 1996 and that their eventual demise would make the news in 1999, although because their doomsday plans were foiled before they could carry them out, It never reached further than local news in and around Wilmington, Delaware, where the cult and its headquarters uh, basically were stationed at the time. What we do know is that based on the few documents that we do have, it's likely that Brad Tyler was between the ages of 30 and 36 during the ages of or during the years of the cult's activity. He would go on to claim that he had traveled and lived in tons of states and even countries over the years, but none of this can be corroborated. It is strongly suspected, but can't be confirmed, that he was born around 1969, nice, in in Massachusetts and grew up on the East Coast, finally settling in Delaware in his mid to late 20s. God, it's so awful when you have to realize that a cult leader 100% drank Duncan. (laughs) Yeah, every, to be honest, (laughs) everyone in this story definitely drank Duncan. Oh, (laughs) fuck yeah. Literally everybody. (laughs) This story brought to you by Duncan and Toxic Masculinity. (laughs) Eat a donut and hate a woman. (laughs) <laughs> breakfast sandwiches for your dick <laughs> these are the new slogans we pitched to duncan that they were not enthusiastic about they were not having it uh all we really know about brad tyler is based on the witness testimony of his most devoted follower and the man who would eventually betray him and for that man's protection he is known only by the first name edward good for edward though man it's gonna get real rough too and he kind of like realizes bad shit's going on and tries to like fix it and sometimes you can't fix shit he should have realized when he was hanging out with bt at duncan in 96 and he was like hey do you want to start a men's only group no i do not bt no i do not bring me a bear claw sorry (laughs) yeah that's 
I, I mean, did you read ahead in the notes? Like, that's <laughs> that's how I picture this incepting in the in the early <laughs> age of ninety six. Yeah. So, because Edward's been one of the only people to come forward and willingly talk to the authorities following the discovery of their plans, we will largely be covering the story from his point of view. He's basically the only insight we have into a lot of this information. Do, do you guys mind if I just picture Edward Cullen while we talk about Edward? Is that fine? Oh, not at I all. I think that's honestly okay. better. Okay, good, good, good. I'd prefer it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not gotcha. at all, okay. baby. That is, a, that, is, <laughs> that is a man. That is a real man. So he's sparkling. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's shining. Yeah, he lives in Delaware, so he could show it off. Like mm. I don't know, sunny. It's not that sunny, I guess. I don't know. I mean, have you ever been to an East Coast beach, Paige? No, uh, I don't believe in East Coast beaches. I've heard that they exist, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, as someone who's been there, that's the right policy. Okay, cool. <laughs> I just found out that Cape Cod is just like a random ass beach on Mass in Massachusetts. I had no idea. Did you know that there's mermaids there? No, there's not. Th that's what I learned <laughs> on Romance the in the Pod. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Splash is set in California because beaches don't exist on the East Coast. From what I've learned from my new lessons on Cape Cod and its existence on the East Coast, apparently on that side of America, beaches are just a bunch of rocks and sad stories about early Americans. That's what they have. On the on the West Coast, we have like surfing culture and the Beach Boys, and on the East Coast, they're like, "Do you remember when white people came here and took this land from others?" I mean, to be fair, we also did that on California beaches. Yeah, but then we made the Beach Boys. Yeah, <laughs> who were also a part of this club, by the way, <laughs> because they did not allow beach girls. No, they did not let the beach women in. Let them in. Anyway, <laughs> so. Uh, Edward was living in Delaware in 1996, and much like Brad Tyler, he had been raised in a fairly normal home on the East Coast. He was born near Boston, but his family soon moved to Maryland, where he kind of grew up for the rest of his childhood. His father was a Vietnam vet who would go on to be a federal prosecutor. That's why they moved. Uh, and his mother was a teacher who would pass away right around the time that Edward met Brad. And just a side note... We often talk about people joining cults because they're missing something in their lives and the cult provides kind of a tangible need. Yeah. And Edward doesn't specifically cite his mother's death as a reason for becoming involved with this group. But from his testimony, it's clear that during this time he was looking for something. He had a successful middle management job, a nice apartment, nice furniture, and he was single because his job required a lot of travel. And he kept the rest of his life fairly plain. But that was the problem. Because everything was too plain for him. His job was lucrative but not challenging. It kept him busy, but it didn't require any creativity. And he was constantly on planes. So his sleep schedule became erratic. And above everything else, he was alone. And he had started going to therapy for what essentially amounted to just existential dread. Finger quotes. We don't have like a more specific nailed down version than that, but it wasn't seeming to help. He had started attending group therapy and even a few 12 step meetings, but nothing seemed to stick. And he became increasingly unhappy with his day to day life. And it wasn't until he met Brad while on one of his business trips that things really seemed to click into place for him. Because according to Edward, 
Brad was a working cleaning supply salesman who owned his own company, according to Brad. That's basically what he told him. And at the time, he was traveling as a means to get their product into more stores. So while on the plane, Brad and Edward begin talking about Edward's life and about the things that seemed to make him unhappy. And Brad seemed to have a refreshingly blunt view on life. He theorized that part of the reason that Edward was so unhappy and dissatisfied with his current life was because he had lost touch with his masculinity. I'm sorry, when you, when you said blunt view... Yeah, Mondo oh, yeah. started laughing, and that yeah. made me laugh. And I'm We're so just sparking sorry. shit up on a plane. Yeah. I also have a fucking blunt view of this world. If you know what I'm fucking talking about, baby, you. I love how you have that at the ready. Like it was, like within reach. Within reach. For anyone wondering what happened, I just took a hit of my piece. I also think it's interesting that this super like toxically masculine group started just like fight club started i know crazy yeah huh? like right yeah and right around the same time too so i feel like maybe yeah. chuck palina kind of looked at this he's from the same area yeah. yeah so todd can you look me in the can you look in your camera so i can feel like i'm looking you in the eye i got you bro <laughs> stop thinking about fucking movies this is real fucking life todd <laughs> These are real people These are todd. real yeah, yeah, people no, I know. real I know. people real people real duncan <laughs> This ain't your fucking cute-ass little movie <laughs> podcast, okay? We don't fuck around here, Todd. That's true. That is true. Do you think if we had uh, Mondo on The Horror Virgin as a guest, he'd stop yelling at me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you did have him that one time. And I'm pretty sure I yelled at you a lot. Oh, my God. That Deep Blue Sea episode is one of my favorite, too, because we took that Michael Rappaport line. I can't remember what it was. Hey, who, who are you going to trust? trust? That's what it was. That's what <laughs> who it was. Who are you going to trust? Yeah. And then it became so many other things throughout the whole... Whatever, man. It was hilarious. Yeah, we need to have yeah. you on again. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> I love that show so much. Yeah. Because you don't have to talk about real shit like this. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's about to get real. I feel like I'm being punished because you guys talk about serious shit every week and I get to joke <laughs> around and have a good time. <laughs> uh, but they end up having a long conversation about why Edward was potentially unhappy. They think that he has lost touch with the things that kind of make life more exciting and worth living where he's just going through the motions and not fighting for anything. I'm going to level with you. If I get on a plane, like when this pandemic is over to come out there and hang out with you guys that we've talked about doing and I can't wait to do. Yeah. Right. That's like a, that's like a four hour flight. If I sit next to somebody and they're like, Hey man, I'm real sad. I'm going to be like, fuck, I don't have four <laughs> hours to spend. I, I can't, I need a new seat immediately. Like I don't want to, I don't want to be involved in any sort of conversation like this on a plane. I've got to catch up on call podcasts. I, I don't talk to people on planes if I can help it. Uh, I've made that mistake before. Um, I'd be so mad. I've been hit on on planes. Oh, I bet. And then you're stuck there. Yeah. It's not good. It is the worst. I think I've told this story before, but myself and friend of the show, Billy Anderson, who runs a very great show uh, all over the country called The Gateway Show, um, we early pandemic, and this was a bad idea because we didn't understand... <laughs> We did not understand the severity of the pandemic. Sure. I just want to say It was that. early days. Yeah. Remember back in fucking March of 2020 when everyone was like, we're just going to be gone for a few months. All right. It's no big fucking yeah. deal. Oh, yeah. We're going to be furloughed for a week. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 We all 
had the most confusing time where we had no fucking idea. Yeah, not everyone's Dr. Fauci. I get it. I didn't know what I was yeah, doing and, either. And I was doing what? stupid shit. Dr. Warrior's still waiting for his piss. Still waiting for your fucking piss, boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> The, oh the, Dr. Fauci's piss does sound like a special drink you could get at Dunkin', though. Um, <laughs> Double half cap Dr. Fauci piss with an extra shot of that gingerbread whipped cream. <laughs> it's basically like a chai latte, but they put a little bit of asparagus syrup in it. It's really good. Oh, 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 God. oh you had me at chai. You lost me at asparagus. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Billy and I, we flew out to uh, to Colorado to go do some shows. Right. And it was right. Yeah. Right. Because And it's because plane fucking tickets were so cheap and we were like oh let's go um but we didn't want to touch anybody or or like you know be near any fans so what we did um was we photoshopped a cardboard cutout of him and myself but we didn't want to just do a picture of us so what we did was we found a picture of a father who was giving his son a piggyback ride and then we photoshopped our faces over those <laughs> pictures and we brought it we, we we printed it in Colorado so that we could pick it up and so that it was like oh if you want yeah. to take pictures with us take pictures with the thing so you like made your own standy yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. awesome that's awesome it was good and it was a good idea so that way we didn't have to touch any yeah. of the fucking dirty people in Colorado with your covid having asses <laughs> But and that's that's us coming from Colorado. We've been hitting uh, what was it, New Hampshire? We've been hitting New Hampshire too hard. Now we're coming for you, Colorado. You you square shaped fuck. You boulder loving, <laughs> you boulder loving asshats. I don't know if you're caught up, Todd, but we are the most hated podcast in New Hampshire. Oh no, Paige. Not only am I caught up, but I read that review before you talked about it on <laughs> your podcast. Because one of my favorite things to do whenever horror virgin or romancing the pod gets like a negative type review. I go and read your reviews because your show's <laughs> awesome. And if and like I look for the negative reviews and I'm like, oh, people are just dumb. They're just dumb people in the world. And that happens. And sometimes they leave reviews. Oh, yeah. I would say that <laughs> I would say 80% of the people who leave reviews are the world's stupidest people. There's like, I, I mean, overall. Except please keep doing it so we can read them. Yeah. Thank you. We get a lot of really awesome, super nice reviews. So I, I really love when people leave reviews normally because they're like, love you guys. You guys make my day so much better. But you do get the occasional like, four-star review where they're like why does Todd sound like he's a carny yelling at a carnival and like those hurt my feelings <laughs> I'm glad that they were specific that you were yelling at your job I'm glad that they weren't I like know. why does he sound like a carny yelling at a Duncan <laughs> yeah well because that would just blend in everyone sounds like that at a Duncan that is fair but then hey maybe we can get that sweet sweet Duncan sponsorship money Ooh, yeah which I think they just pay you in donuts hell sure. yeah I take a bear claw so so Billy and I made this cut out in Colorado but then we realized when we were coming back home that we wanted to keep it which meant that we had to figure out a way to fly it home yeah to get these seven feet tall cardboard cutouts on a plane and take them home um so the first step was walking through you know TSA and getting them security checked and just having everyone point and laugh because there's Photoshop pictures of a giant man giving a, another man a piggyback ride. Um, TSA actually gave the least shits about it, by the way. They actually... <laughs> 
I thought they were going to super like search us, but it, uh, for whatever reason, after seeing the cardboard cutouts, they didn't want to touch us or talk to us or even make <laughs> eye contact with us. <laughs> and so we got these through and then we, we made our way to our gate and we walked up to the lady at the desk and we were like, hey, we have these giant things and I don't think they're going to fit. Um, is there any way you can like put them somewhere else? And, uh, she looked at them and she looked at us and she goes, you know, this seems like a serious problem. Uh, one that we're going to have to be able to solve before we take off. So here's what I'm going to do. And she started typing and she was like, we're going to set you up for priority seating. Uh, so we will call you first. We will call what? Mr. Anderson and Mr. Torres, and you will be the first two people to sit on the plane. Um, <laughs> I am never not flying without a standee of myself. Yes. This is ridiculous it's treatment. fucking amazing. Also, there was an old, there was like an 80-year-old woman in a wheelchair, and we were like, oh, fuck yourself, Brenda. We're first. <laughs> you got nothing on us You're now. already sitting down. <laughs> And so we oh we got on the plane. Uh, <laughs> we got on the plane first, and they they you know they put them in the in the coat check, and then we got to our seats first. You should have like put them in random seats. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> they the the flight crew was so happy uh, that that this weird fucking thing was happening that they kept asking us to take pictures and they kept asking us for they were like can we get you anything do you want anything special it's on the house can we get you anything um <laughs> and at one point a flight attendant walked up to me and and she tapped me on the shoulder which you should not have done during covid time so she tapped me on the shoulder and i had to take out my earbud and she she goes um excuse me mr torres i don't want to bother you but i just wanted to say um thank you so much for flying American Airlines. It is such an <laughs> honor to have you on this flight. And then she walked away and every other non in the know <laughs> person on this flight being like, who the fuck are these dudes? <laughs> Why are they flying coach if they're so important? <laughs> Why are they flying coach? What's happening? <laughs> and so the entire flight, the lady next to me and the two people across from me in the next row kept asking me questions meant to try to suss out what I did that deserved all of this stuff. And it was the best flight to be on. As you know, at one point the flight attendant came back and she was like, uh, excuse me, the pilots want to know if you'll take a picture with them after we land. <laughs> You're like, no, but I'll take a picture with them now. Yeah. Tell them to get out here. Those fucking cowards. No, I don't. I... Let the standee drive the plane for a bit. They did. They Okay, so when. I'm, I'm gunning for being an episode of Black Box Down. Oh, God. That's not one you want to be a part of. When we landed, the flight crew insisted that we put the stand-in in the cockpit and let, them w let the stand-in wear pilot's hats and take a picture with it. <laughs> Um, it's up on my Instagram. You can go see it at Mondo does stuff, but that's my favorite plane ride. And the only one where I talk to people, cause everyone tried to ask me a question that tried to like suss out. So like, are you on like TV or something? And I was like, no, you know, you could say that. Yeah. I, you know, I do it from time to time. What do you do? Yeah. What are you like in accounting or something? Oh, that's cool. I'd love to have like a mundane job. That'd be cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Have like a nine to yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. Just have that. A, yeah, no, normalcy. I wasn't, a, I I wasn't like a dick about it. I was just, you know, <laughs> I did love the fact that I could tell why they were like, who the fuck are you? Have I seen you before? <laughs> I think I've seen you 
No, that was Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw you on TikTok, but I thought that guy was dead. I thought that guy was dead. And his balls were way bigger than yours. Way bigger. <laughs> he couldn't have sat in a normal plane seat. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I just we were talking about planes. That's my favorite plane story. Also, fun fact for you: my balls legally count as carry-on. Okay. <laughs> you gotta put them in that overhead compartment. Speaking of which, Ladies. let's carry on. Oh. Boom. <laughs> Nailed. Uh, so they meet on a plane. They talk about some real <laughs> run-of-the-mill incel bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you oh, know. Yeah. yeah. And Edward wasn't completely sold, um, but he and Brad did continue to talk. And one night while they were out for drinks, Brad told him about a new type of therapy that he had been looking into. Now, what we know um, from previous episodes of Cult Podcast is that they engage in something called conflict therapy. Which we covered on our episode of The Invitation. Yeah, I remember talking about it, yeah. But it's essentially a form of therapy, usually group therapy, where you're extremely honest with people. You're allowed to say whatever is on your mind. And physical altercations are encouraged. <laughs> so it's, it is it is Fight Club. We're talking about Fight Club right now. I mean, essentially, yes. Yeah, okay. So, God, <laughs> look me in the fucking eye. This is real fucking life. This is real fucking life. I'd appreciate it if you stop making jokes about these fucking people, Todd. Right. Right. Anyway, so they were like punching each other and being fight club totally like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Can I just um, say this really quick? Sure. Hunter Biden, and I'm not going to go yes. down a rabbit hole. Oh, he was God. born in 1970. He's a year younger than our main character, and he is from Wilmington, Delaware. So follow the money, yeah. Ellie Burton. The birds aren't real. The world is flat. <laughs> Thank Jesus for the dome. I'm just saying. I hate to keep detracting, but does it fuck anyone else up to realize that our president's name is just Joseph? Does that fuck anyone else up? Like it fucks me up. I was in a cult <laughs> whose leader's name was Joseph, or original leader, I should say. So right. now I'm sort of used to it. I can't, that's fair. I get. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why it's so fucked. What would you rather his name be? Like. Our last one was Donald. Yeah, I hated that guy too. I just don't like that you can walk up to the president and very realistically be like, Hey, yo, Joey, how's it going? You can only talk to him like that when he's at Duncan, though. Yeah. Yeah. Outside yeah, yeah. of Duncan, it's if different If you run rules. into the president at Duncan, you are allowed to call him Joey Funbags. Hey, Joey Funbags. <laughs> Joey Bag of Donuts. <laughs> Joey Bag of Donuts. <laughs> so it is conflict therapy, very similar to Fight Club. And by the end of their game, both Edward and Brad were bloody. But Edward felt great. He stopped going to his group therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His regular group therapy. Right, right. Uh, but he starts hanging out with Brad a lot more. And the next time he and Brad went out, he was surprised to find that he wasn't alone. And now they actually had a group not just the two of them. And they were going to engage in the same type of game. Yeah. And by the end of the night, everyone was bloody. And Brad warned everyone that they had to keep their group a complete secret. But that's the problem about secrets. People love telling them. Yeah, that's why it's the first two rules of the group is you don't talk about the group. You don't yeah. talk about Fight Club. That's what I keep fucking telling you, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Stop fucking talking about Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, the first rule of hating dudes that are that are into shitty movies is uh, you don't talk about Fight Club. 
I like the movie. I just hate everyone who's really into the movie. It's because people who are really into the movie don't understand the movie, and yeah. they think yes. like well, they're they don't good understand people. The book yeah, either. that's the basis. Of I really it. like yeah. Chuck Palahniuk, and I've read most of his stuff, but most people misunderstand that book. Oh yeah, yeah, and a lot of people don't know that he's gay. Like th- oh, that's a, yeah. a key point for me that people are like, yeah, it's about this, and I'm like, you don't understand this at all. <laughs> no, you do not. Um, so at Every subsequent group therapy session, more and more people showed up. And all the while, he and Brad were getting closer. And Brad had a lot of ideas about what Edward's life would be and how he could gain happiness by investing in his manliness. So he asked Edward to move in with him, but Edward refused. And this didn't sit well with Brad. Right. No. So the next time Edward went on a business trip, Brad broke in and destroyed his apartment, giving Edward no choice but to move in with him. It did just occur to me, though, that these names are not their real names. Even though you said it earlier, I'm just real slow. Right. It's not their real names. So I'm 100% sure they gave them these, like, fake names because the story mirrors that movie so much. Right. And remember that the case was out, like, was happening around the same time that the movie was out because cases take a long time. And so that there definitely could be some bleeding into one another. Absolutely. And life with Brad wasn't bad at first. Uh, Edward moved in it was kind of a flop house it wasn't great um but he got a chance to kind of see how their cleaning supply and chemical business worked yeah yeah they called it a flop house because everyone's dicks were just out all the time baby <laughs> flopping <laughs> all the time you ever see a naked man walk and you just hear that's the dick swinging from side to side yeah i just outed myself as not having a big dick <laughs> <laughs> but also listening to Ariana Grande because I that's all I heard in my head was like got me working side to side. <laughs> yeah, I think I just outed Todd as having a big dick because I I said you know how big dicks sound, boodoop, 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 and he made this face like that's not how they sound at all. What are you talking? About? <laughs> I assure you, I'm tiny. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you, I just fucking alley ooped it to you, dude. <laughs> The joke is funnier if it's that. It's it's never <laughs> funny to be like, yeah, I'm huge. Like, that's not a funny joke. As we know. Yeah. Trust me. We know it's not funny when people think they're huge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 man. It's way more funny to call them small. Yeah. Fucking Blaine, you small piece of shit. <laughs> tiny, tiny man. Oh, man. I love you, buddy. Actually, have you seen a p- that picture that he posted of him next to Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise is easily two or three inches taller than Blaine. <laughs> oh. Damn. Oh, follow the money, Hallie Burton. <laughs> Praise Jesus for the dumb. So life with Brad wasn't bad at first. Things seemed to be going okay until other members of the group started showing up at the door. See, Edward wasn't Brad's only follower. He was just the first. And one by one, Brad was convincing or in some cases forcing other members of the therapy group to move to his house, which he was slowly building into a compound, which is what Synanon did as well. This is very similar to it. Yeah. Uh, The process of coming to live on their compound was as follows. Potential members would show up at the house and offer themselves as members to the community. Brad would often refuse them, often for days or weeks, until he felt like they were truly ready. And once they were ready, by his estimation, they were subjected to hard manual labor, both day and night. By day, tending things around the commune, and by night, 
going out to basically rob companies of chemicals because what we would find out is that their cleaning company business not legit not above board this is a tactic we've seen a lot wherein the cult leader essentially will flip the script and instead of you know because normally with a group this dedicated and and a group this like wacky and wild we'll just say uh yeah. it, it seems like a hard sell to get somebody to join the group but now they're flipping the script and being like well pff, what makes you think you're good enough to join this group huh and then you have mm-hmm. dedicated members who are working hard and by the time they're done with their like uh i don't i guess evil internship is what we're calling it they're like fully <laughs> yep, yep. fully down for the cause because they're just happy that you finally accepted them yeah well and i mean it's a lot kind of like scientology too you know how scientology said that you were dumb oh but yeah then now you're like well now i need your approval yeah it's kind of that that kind of thing so and it's also kind of like the sea org where when you join the sea org you sign your billion year contract they work 12 to 14 plus hours a day. So you're like overworked. You don't have enough food. You're not sleeping. And all of these things contribute to you being more malleable and easy to control. Yeah, it sort of breaks down your identity. Exactly. Yeah, you are just a slave to the Sea Org. They weren't even paid, were they? They make like 40 cents an hour. Or something yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's something right. crazy, but yeah. Yeah. And once they had proven their loyalty, Members were branded to prove their final allegiance to the cause. So as I mentioned, Edward had kind of figured out that the cleaning supply business was not on the up and up. They had no formal suppliers and would instead steal nearly all of the chemicals they needed to manufacture their products. And business was booming. (laughs) One of the night raids at a supply site to obtain more chemicals resulted in the death of one of their members. Yeah, Robert Paulson. Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. No. It wasn't that we don't have a name for this person, but his name was John Doe. His name (laughs) was was John John Doe. Doe. So in death, we all become John Doe. (sighs) Yes. Oh, wow. According to Edward, this was made to look like an accident. And at the time it was ruled as a death by natural causes. But regardless, this is the beginning of Edward's breaking point. While driving away from another supply run, Edward expressed his concerns to Brad about how large and extreme the group was becoming, and Brad questioned his devotion to the cause, and as a show of that devotion, he steered the car into oncoming traffic, resulting in a head-on collision with another car. And miraculously, Brad and Edward were still alive, but their relationship was forever fractured. I feel like this is a prank. Are you guys pranking me right now? Why would we prank you? This is not a movie podcast, Todd. Sometimes the best art is based on real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, I, I get that. But yes. I and I have not seen that movie in forever. Really? Because it sounds like you just fucking watched it, Todd. <laughs> it feels like you watched it in preparation for this episode. It feels like you watched it in preparation for this episode, Paige. I wouldn't have had time to do that. I had to, like, you know, hang out with my family and dye eggs and shit. You can check my Instagram for proof. So... <laughs> Uh, Edward began doing more research into the company and into Brad and calling distributors. And what he found was more upsetting. Every distributor represented a branch of the therapy group, each with their own tasks and each responsible for distribution, a lot like the Brethren. Even worse, he found out that they had plans far beyond cleaning products and the chemicals that they'd been stealing weren't just for the business. They were for bombs. 
and horrified that things had gotten out of hand, he attempted to turn himself over to the police, but they did not take him seriously. Something like this had never happened in Delaware, and it honestly sounded too outlandish to be true. But something even worse had happened. While at the station, he actually recognized members of the group working within the police. See, this is how you know that these people are white, because... I feel like if yeah. I walked into any police station and I was like, hey, y'all, I committed a crime. They would look at me and be like, yeah, that sounds right. We'll figure out yeah. what it was yeah, later, yeah. but we're going to arrest you for that. We figured you did something. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Uh, take that weird beanbag chair with you and go sit in cell C. I'm afraid that if I ever go to jail, they're going to take my shoelaces and my balls so that I can't be a threat to anyone. <laughs> he could suffocate. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have that. <laughs> Brad now viewed Edward as a threat, someone willing to undermine the group and thwart their plans. But even worse, Edward realized that he and Brad were the same person because this is the April Fool's episode and this has been Fight Club this whole time. Holy shit! I knew it! I fucking knew it! I knew it! I knew it! Holy shit! Holy shit! I knew it! I knew it, Paige! Holy shit. You even had a fucking case number for the. For uh, the fun, fun, you fun are fact, evil. the case number is the release date of the movie. <laughs> evil woman. I'm going to say oh ELO all night. The, the active dates for the cult were so the book was released in 96, the movie came out in 99. Uh, all of the articles I've listed are articles about masculinity and fight club. Yeah. Uh, so if you go look them up, they're, they're real. Uh, and then uh, all of the information about Edward's childhood is Edward Norton's childhood. Yeah. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. See, Todd, we were soap lighting you this entire time. <laughs> wait, wait, this wait. entire time. Mondo, did you know? Yeah, I fucking knew you dumb piece of shit. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I thought I thought we were tight like that. I had no oh I feel betrayed. Judith! Sorry. Okay. All right. I, I want you That's to why. go back and listen to this, Todd. At the very beginning, when I just started yelling at you about how this is real fucking life. <laughs> yeah! Hang on a second! <laughs> Fuck all of y'all! <laughs> yeah, I told you. We've been soap lighting you this entire time because soap oh burns brighter than gas. There, as much as I brought it up, there were like three or five more times, not four, three or five that more you times wanted to. that I wanted to. And I looked down at Mondo's just like finger to his lips like, you shut the fuck up, Tom. This is serious. Mouth. People died. Serious business. Meatloaf died that night. <laughs> Meatloaf died that night. And I didn't include the name Robert Paulson because I was like, if I say Robert Paulson, this shit it's is over. over. It would have been over, over Paige. Yeah. Uh, I will have you know, I was debating about a few different things to do this year. And one of them was Children of the Corn. But I didn't want to spoil Children of the Corn. And I haven't seen Because we that. haven't seen it on yeah. Horror Virgin yet. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I would have just been like in it all the way like oh my god this happened and yeah, like you would have oh been like god. oh no this is this is all fake I'd be like oh okay oh my god <laughs> right. so you're telling me all those kids had to eat was corn oh <laughs> you should see the toilets <laughs> oh, oh man. man holy shit all right so uh <laughs> thank you for being on our April Fool's episode our annual april fools episode yeah i guess i am the april fool so thanks for having me on to 
play that role. <laughs> you fucking fell for a hook, line, and stinker, you fucking idiot. You had no fucking idea. Ha, Todd. Ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. As someone who listens to cult podcast, have you been fooled by previous April Fool's episodes? Um. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> as painful as it is for me to admit, yeah. Can we tell you that you were the second person that we asked to be yeah. on this episode because the first person has been fooled by all of pre our previous April Fool's episodes and therefore refused to take part. I would like to read you something. Uh, Please do. A couple of the personal text messages between myself and one very, very small Blaine Gibson. <laughs> uh, Armando, Saturday, 926 p.m. Hey, BB. <laughs> dun, dun. Dun, dun. Would you be interested in joining us to record an episode this week? We're doing an April Fool's Day episode about a fictional cult, and we'd love to have you. Oh, so you, okay. So when you when you deal with Blaine, <laughs> you let him in on the joke. I see how it is. Well, okay. let's just say that we learned from Blaine that we can't let people in on the joke. Saturday, 9.37 p.m. <laughs> Blaine. Dun, dun. I'm going to keep it 100 with you, my guy. I cannot, in good conscience, take part in the April Fool's Day episode after falling victim to two not one but two of cult podcast <laughs> prank episodes in the past and being inconsolably pissed about it i will however participate in a normal episode as a show of good faith my only payment is that you and Paige both have to admit that i am in fact huge <laughs> why does he want to make you lie like that <laughs> saturday 9 44 p.m armando i'll call you huge poppy but I didn't specify which part of you I'll call huge. Winky face. Oh, wanky blanky. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we should post a screenshot of those to Instagram. Oh, I will. Yeah. Listen, if on your potential guest call sheet, I'm number two behind Blaine, that's a very sweet thing to learn. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, it's not so I much that it. you were number two as, as much as it was that we re we're ranked by height. We yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're going and we're going it's backwards it's ascending height well yeah naturally yeah 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 yeah, yeah. ascending yeah. height yeah yeah so yeah we learned that we whoever we asked we had to ask somebody that um that is dumb yeah that would right. be able to fall Check. for stuff and that hopefully <laughs> would not be able to watch that many movies about violence uh and then we made a misstep because of course you watched fight yeah <laughs> I think the last time I watched Fight Club was like 2005, though. It's been a mm. long, long time. Yeah. I will tell you that the first time we did an April Fool's episode, it was back when Marie was still on the show, and we had told her we were doing it, and then she forgot that's what we were doing. So I did the <laughs> yeah. episode, and then she was just like, oh, shit, right, this is the Wicker Man. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious the second time we did it i think we we did the cult from uh from uh far, far cry, cry 5. Far, yeah far cry 5 we did uh the the cult oh the video yeah. game awesome and i uh, that shit's good we made it yeah. we, you know we we were it was very very <laughs> in-depth uh a very very in-depth bit and andrea also forgot that we were doing uh, an april <laughs> episode and was starting to get upset and i had to stop we had to stop recording halfway through and i was like hey i can tell you're getting really upset i just want to take a second to say i need you to remember that this, this is, is fake. fake this is fake this is not real and she was like oh this is all fake okay good i just you know i just forgot and oh whew. <laughs> 
That's so sweet. I, I can picture that 100%. Yeah. That's so sweet. The third one, I think, was one of my favorites where we did the cult from uh, Kimmy, Kimmy Schmidt. Schmidt. Yeah. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And that got a lot of people because they were like, I bet Kimmy Schmidt was like based on a real story. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't believe this cult was based on Fight Club. I know. I said that more than once in this recording, I believe. <laughs> That's really embarrassing. Oh. Yeah, you had no fucking idea. <laughs> you had no idea the whole time. Ah, <laughs> oh, you fooled me. I just like that we we were able to make you second guess yourself, where you were like, "This is Fight Club." Guys, it couldn't be Fight yeah, Club. I went so far as to say, I bet they named the characters this because <laughs> of the movie Fight Club. I'm an idiot. <laughs> you're not you're not you're a good sport thank you oh. and we appreciate it so much <laughs> i know you guys do th- though the reason i'm an idiot is because i know you guys do this yeah and i yeah, just this is the fully was time. not thinking about it yeah yeah, yeah Paige. <laughs> wow okay well mm-hmm. fun times <laughs> fun times yeah um i hope that we can invite you back onto another episode uh in the future in about a in year, about a year. <laughs> After I've made you watch Children of the Corn, so yeah. that I can be like, did you know that these kids offered tourists up to a corn god? Who knew? <laughs> oh oh yeah. man! All right, this has been such a great. This has been such a great episode. Um, a very, <laughs> a very special episode with our very special friend Todd Schlusser. Locksmith. Locksmith. Yep. Todd the locksmith. Todd yeah. the locksmith. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I made a. I'm, yeah, baby. For anyone who's not aware, I made a, a video uh, promoting uh, the first Twitch that I did, and apparently the only Twitch that I did, as I have not done it again yet. Uh, I'm, I mean, oh, have you I'm, not? Oh man, I here's something, Armando. If you want a Twitch stream, I'm here with my family, and you could Twitch stream <laughs> with all of us playing Jackbox. I. And that'd be something. The problem with it right now is that I don't have very good internet in my apartment. And right. oh my God, I just talked to an guy yesterday uh, who was outside fixing something on the apartment. And I was like, hey, are you guys finally improving the internet? And he goes, oh, no, nah, man. I mean, eventually they're going to put like fiber optics everywhere in Los Angeles. But like, I don't know. I can't give you a date. And I was like, do you have like a ballpark estimate of like when that was going to happen? And he was like, yeah, um, they just said that it's a 10 year plan. So between I was going to say it's a decade plan between yeah. this year Jeez. and 10 yeah. years from now. And, I, <laughs> and that's when I realized that if I stay here, I'll have Internet by the time I'm 26 or 36. And uh <laughs> I hate that. I just built a house in Nashville, and the reason I built in the 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 area I built is because we have fiber internet here. Wow, it's awesome. I mean, you could you could go keep Jake and my cat company. Yeah, 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 yeah. For for our sweet ass internet. But then I'd have to bring like an entire computer. It's just a lot of work. It is a lot of work. My point was is I made a video promoting it, and uh, I realized I didn't know how to pronounce Todd's last name, and so the video ended up being about thirty seconds of me just shitting on Todd <laughs> and the. <laughs> German culture as a whole. Um, yeah. And then I found out that your name just means locksmith. So then I started t- calling yeah. you Todd Locksmith. I've been called much, much worse by much better people. So that's fine. And Armando, don't feel bad about not streaming because it means that you haven't done what Todd did, which was oh, post God, no. his credit card information during a live <laughs> stream. Oh, my God. 
I, okay, so I heard a, a little bit about this. Oh, what the God. fuck happened? You were like trying to buy a game and you ha- you were sharing your screen? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So I this is like the most embarrassing thing I've done in a while. Um, So on Twitch, I was streaming because, I, you know, we do the Horror Virgin podcast and everyone likes that I get scared by things really easily. So I figured let's play some horror video games because they'll love it. So we were talking about with the Twitch stream what game we should buy. And we settled on the Blair Witch Project because of my specific history with that franchise or with that first movie and so i'm buying the game and i just fully don't realize that they can see me typing in my credit card number and like zip code and like the three (laughs) numbers on the back like everything you would need to use it so like i (laughs) i mean it was immediately hilarious like i wasn't mad i was just like oh my god this is fucking horrible did somebody make it a clip oh yeah Oh, yeah. It's a clip. Yeah, absolutely. And, and people, as they've joined the Horror Virgin Facebook group, have started citing it as their favorite part of the podcast. Because we have like entrance questions where it's like, what's your favorite catchphrase on the podcast? And we've gotten at least two at this point that have just said that time when Todd gave out his credit information. <laughs> so anyway, did anyone buy anything with your card? No, because I immediately if you watch the clip, you'll see like I immediately like went and canceled my credit card. I reported oh it lost or God. stolen immediately. But anyway, so if you want to watch me play horror video games, twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, and you might be able to buy some free shit on me. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I, an uh, idiot. He'll definitely fuck up again. He'll definitely <laughs> fuck up again. Todd, you, you were the one who just showed me, because uh, I watched you play one of these times, uh, or I watched a couple clips, I think, and it, you were, it made me realize, like, oh, shit, I could do, like, a Let's Play stream, where I could just yeah. stream, like, uh, some first player video, or, like, one player video game. Like, that'd be so much fun. Yeah, I mean, we literally stream the Blair Witch Project and had like a hundred viewers like we were it was great it was a lot of fun I mean it was a lot of there fun for them but I was scared shitless the entire time but it's fun yeah it's it's a good time man that's so much fun yeah um yeah Todd does that Todd does horror virgin romancing the pod yeah um Todd built a fucking house what doesn't Todd do apparently Todd I didn't damn I did not build Todd damn <laughs> Ooh, Todd damn no I did not build a house <laughs> I bought a house that is new, so they built it. I bought it, and, and then I had to wait seven, eight months for them to finish it, and then I moved in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's – you. okay. That's very funny. But, uh, but yeah. yeah. So if you want to follow us at Horror Virgin, at Romancing the Pod Show or whatever page, I don't know. It's yeah, one of those. Yeah. And if you want to follow me, it's at Todd J. Awesome on everywhere except for Twitch, where it's just Todd Awesome. Oh, yeah. nice. That is a much easier last name to pronounce. That is why I went with that and not Todd Schlosser, because <laughs> everyone just says Schluser, because it's two S. It's S-C-H loser with two S's in the middle. So, like, why wouldn't you say Schluser? It's an S-S loser, like World War Two. Yeah. Ba-doom. No, it is. Uh, and it's German. You know, the thing that sucks is Schloss in German means castle. So you're like, oh, awesome. So like Schloss Er must be like the king of the castle. No, he's the guy literally who unlocks the castle. Like it's like (laughs) it is a locksmith. That's so (laughs) funny. That's so fucking funny. I imagine a king locked himself out of his castle and he also had to call a weird Eastern European guy. (laughs) And and I pull up in a Papa Lock van and I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, I got (laughs) you. Well, I don't. Other people who listen to the show know that I locked myself out of my car, and instead of a, a, a locksmith popping out of a pop and lock car or van or whatever, 
uh, it was just an Eastern European man in a Hyundai Sonata or whatever who just like showed up and was like, you live here? And I was like, uh, yeah. And he was like, let's fucking get you inside. And, like, okay. <laughs> and then wow. he said, I must break you. I must break in. Um, it's, yes, extra, yes. it's extra funny because when Armando moved into his new apartment, they gave him conservatively 38 keys to that apartment yeah. like he Why? could literally drop them as breadcrumbs to wherever he's going and still get back into the house yeah i have so many keys and they acted like it was normal they acted like i was weird for asking them if this was a normal amount of keys they were like <laughs> oh you've never had a house before huh and i was like what <laughs> no but i wait what no first off not a house secondly i just got a house okay. my very first house ever never lived in a house in my entire adult life they gave us two keys. How many yeah. How many did they give you to your apartment? If I'm being honest with you, they gave me, I think it was 18 keys. They yeah. gave me 18 yeah. copies of the same key to get into my house, into my apartment. I don't that know how many insane. people they thought were going to live there, but like... Yeah. I think they just saw that I was Mexican and were like, probably his whole family. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that is... Ex- well, when you said that, page, I was like, oh, that's not a racially acceptable amount of keys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, but I have them. I expect to get one. I'll be like a latchkey kid for your apartment. So when I come out yeah. there, you can give me one. I'll wear it around my neck. I'll wear it around my neck like I do with this key yeah. that I wear around my oh neck. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is it the key to your girl's heart? No, I've actually worn that necklace for uh, 15 years. It's uh, oh. cause, because my last name is Schlosser and means what it means. It's like a family key. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Jesus. I know. Boo, meaningful names. Boo, boo. Tiffany and Cokey. Tiffany and cocaine, maybe. That's what you do bumps off of, Todd. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's what me- that's where the awesome comes from. Um, I don't know if this makes you feel better or not, but Torres in Spanish means towers, and Armando, nice. uh, in conjunction with that, means builder of. So my name is literally builder of towers. That's so you're amazing. A construction worker. Yeah, oh. I'm a construction worker, or they're. <laughs> Just talking about my dick and balls, baby. <laughs> Builder of towers. Any child I have will be huge. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you want to support more of this stuff happening, then you should go to patreon.com slash cult podcast. Uh, for just $5 a month, you get access to a bunch of our bonus content, some of which is uh, Paige's novel Maneater, which I fully expect to one day be made into a movie that can be watched on both Horror Virgin and Romancing the Pod. But mostly Pornhub. <laughs> oh, I need, I need a part. <laughs> yeah, You could play yeah. the cop that died. I, listen, I, I have said this before, and I'll say it again. I would love to be killed off in a horror movie i feel like that would be like the <laughs> pinnacle of success for the horror virgin like that would be hilarious i feel like you should maybe listen to the episodes first i can give you a yeah. link <laughs> then decide oh. if you really want to be involved i mean it's a movie right <laughs> like it's not real no it's not real it's but it's it's written as like erotica yeah yeah like i said i need a part <laughs> Like, yeah. Paige, I know what this is. We've talked about it before. Todd, I I know which character she's talking about, and you will have a part, but then that part will mysteriously go missing as you bleed out. Well, guys, this was fun. Uh, I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This might not be the best place to pitch this or the best time, but uh, if we ever need to, can we?
we do like a reality dating show and call it romancing the Todd? Yeah. I mean, I feel like your girlfriend might be upset with that. Yeah, yeah. So like that probably won't happen. I love the name. I think it's great. It's a combination of Mm -hmm. me and the podcast that I'm on. But (gasps) I feel like Natalie would be very upset about that. Wait. Rightfully so. Wait, you're the host and we have to find a date for Mikey. Yes, yes, yes. Let's do that. Absolutely. And I actually already have a great bit that we could use to sell that show. It's just Natalie. It's like it's like the dating game. Manda, you can play the host. And it's like a 30 second clip. It's like Jake and Paige, Natalie and I. And then it just cuts like answering the question for the dating game. And then it just cuts to Mikey alone in a booth and just sad. With his and dog. Then, <laughs> no, he hates that dog. I know. <laughs> Every answer on the newlywed game was just paw prints. <laughs> and somehow they're the winners because they truly know each other. Yeah. I'd be like, Jake, why would you say that my favorite food was chicken nuggets? You should know me better than that. It's clearly cheese or pizza. Why did you say my favorite food was chicken nuggets? It's clearly chicken McNuggets. You stupid idiot. <laughs> I'm brand loyal. Hey, if you want to follow me on social media, you can you can find me on instagram twitter tiktok and pornhub uh, under mondo does stuff at mondo does stuff m-a-n-d-o does stuff i'm the stuff on pornhub it's at ball back chair no i honestly thought it was just still at mondo does stuff and it's just mondo fucking inanimate objects yeah <laughs> it's actually mondo does butt stuff oh nice Thank you. to his own butt to my own butt that's how yeah. big it is yeah, he's, I got a fat ass. He's dogging that bathtub all night. I got a dump truck, Todd. This shit nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you want to follow me, you can do so at Paige Wesley on Twitter or at Rampage Wesley on Instagram. Uh, come yell at me for doing April Fools again. That's fine. <laughs> I'll live. <laughs> uh, if you want to send us your ideas for future April Fools episodes, I will gladly take them because you will have forgotten a year from now. So send those my mm-hmm. way. As will I. Yeah, you can send those to us on Instagram at Cult Podcast. Or on Twitter at Cult Podcast Show. You can also send us an email to cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. And if you want to send us actual soap that you have made from the fat of liposucted humans, you Hell can yeah. send that to 3756 West Avenue 40, Suite K, number 237, like, like the, the shining. shining Los Angeles, California 90065 This is definitely some goop shit, right? Like she made a pussy candle, she's going to make human fat soap. Like it's it's it this is a goop. My product. biggest concern with human fat soap is that it might smell like bacon. Mm, my biggest cons- my biggest happiness with human fat soap is that it might smell like bacon. Mm. Send us your bacon soap. Um, yeah <laughs> send us your back bacon baby i'm gonna say that for this week don't drink meatloaf's teat milk oh mm. oh and don't drink the kool-aid bye bye, bye. Yeah.